Are you ready to live the life you were meant to live? Is it time to step up and strive to reach your fullest potential? Will you dare to take the bold steps to drive your business and your life to the next level? Then you're ready to live in abundance, passion, and joy. You are ready to be a maverick. Join Paul Fink, the Maverick Millionaire, and the Mavericks Do It Different podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Paul Fink, and this is the Maverick Do It Different podcast. And this is the Maverick universe where anything can happen. And we're talking about how to do it different, create different thoughts, different viewpoints, different ideas to create a magnitude of abundance in our world and to create the life we really want. Today, well, today I've got someone special with us and someone who, well, is going to help you with everything you're doing. This is Lori Lyons, and she's a CEO of Igniting Your Business, marketing strategist, website designer, and just wait, and coach that shows entrepreneurs how to get more leads, more clients, and I know you're looking for that, and how about this, a little bit more money with captivating digital online presence, which is what everybody says they want, however, it seems so elusive for people to actually get sometimes. Lori's here to help us figure all that out. Lori, welcome to the podcast. How are you? I'm great. How are you doing, Paul? I'm doing awesome. Uh, this whole idea of what we do on the internet and websites, and I know, man, I'm I'm from old school. You know, I, I just want to meet people face-to-face, go and engage with them only. In this day and age, everybody's online. How is, has things changed and, and how has the internet changed marketing for businesses? Well, what I tell my clients is the way the, the philosophies and the principles of marketing have not changed since they, you know, exchanged leather for stones and, you know, hundreds and hundreds of years ago, we still market and it's still the same principles, but the way we market is very different. And there's so many avenues that we have and so many different places that we can go that sometimes it can get overwhelming and confusing for a small business owner or for anybody. Yes. So how do we unclutter that complication? Well, one of the things that I, that I specialize in is making things simple. So just because it's simple doesn't mean it's easy, but we can uncomplicate and go back to the basics because really marketing boils down to three simple things right time, right audience, right message. And that's the basics and the principles and everything we do, no matter, no matter what we put out of the world, it all boils down to that is, are, are we spreading our message? Are we spreading it to the right people? And are we spreading at the right time? So whether you put it on social media or you put it on your website, or you put it in an email funnel, or whether you put it out in whatever form you're doing, even a book, then that can, they can all come back to those three main principles. And so as an owner, I know I've struggled with this over the years is how do I know or who do I lean into? Like, I know I don't always have the answers like as to what my message is, what the right thing is. How am I going to reach the right audience? How do we dial all that in? Yeah, sometimes it's just a matter of, of trial and error. Sometimes it's a matter of who you're comfortable with and 
a lot of it will show in the marketplace who's coming to you because if you're speaking to that right group of people they're going to hear the message and they're going to reach out to you in one way or the other whether it be by email or whether it be you know facebook messenger or however however the many and whatsapp however many forms of communication that they have but i've found over the years that when when my message has changed, my audience has changed and different people will reach out for different ways. As I've gotten older and I'm working a lot more with older entrepreneurs who are what I call encore entrepreneurs, people who've been out in the workplace, either they've retired and they're bored or they've always said, you know what, when I get out of this corporate job, this is what I really want to do. I want to, I want to go help people do this. Then, then for them, it can be very overwhelming and, and very confusing. So let's make it simple. But it's all, it's all, you know, going back to what you, to your message and getting it out there in the right way where your audience is. Do you think people overcomplicate all this? Absolutely. What, why? <laughs> um, because I think in our world, we have the internet gurus and the people that, that go out and they say, we can sit here, you know, we're on, you, know, you and I just, you know, we were on a cruise and, you know, his wife was there. So hold on. <laughs> um, but we were on a cruise together and we were making connections and we were talking, we were, you know, we were, we were meeting people, but we were also hearing very successful stories of people who were making multiple seven figures and how they were doing it. But and so you get caught up in that world and it's really hard on the internet where you're seeing all the ads and you're seeing all the people say, Hey, this is, you know, it's this purple, perfect utopia world, but you don't see all the hard work that went in, into it. It's that, you know, overnight star that's been yes. working for 20 years to get overnight stardom. So I think that that's what happens. Yeah, it, it, absolutely. Where they, they see what's on Facebook and they're like, that's what I need to do. And then they hear someone who says, oh, I've got this great, you know, this great funnel and you've got to follow this path. And they spend the next five years building the, the perfect funnel that isn't perfect because they forgot to figure out the basics of the right audience and the right message. And, and so how, how, do we, how do we battle against that? Because that message is out there in abundance for, and especially the new entrepreneurs are so susceptible to that. So what are you, what is going on with your world? How are you helping to mitigate some of that pressure that people have to do all that right. and make it simple? Well, it's interesting because I have it right here in my household because I am not, you know, I am, I am over 50, but I have a son who's 25 and who grew up in the YouTube world and everything, you know, if it's on YouTube, <laughs> You know, oh my gosh, it's it's believable. So he's looking at all these role models and he's an entrepreneur. He started his own business. Proud mama moment here. But he and he's doing really well. But he's looking at all these YouTube rich, rich um people on YouTube that are showing their their Lamborghinis and their, you know, their Ferraris and their their extravagant lifestyles with their private jets. And, you know, and and it can be it can be enticing to them but they don't realize what they've, what they've had to get to, or they don't realize that it's all for the cameras. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Very leery of the Lamborghini that was just rented for the hour. Exactly. Very leery of the piles of money that really are just facades that they bought off the Amazon. Right. The P B leery. Uh, and, and I see it all the time. And when I got into the, this realm, if you will, 
I, I got to have the chance to look on the backside and look behind the curtain and recognize that all these things are happening. And I've been able to stay grounded because of that over the years. Yeah. The, uh, so yeah, so our message is stay grounded, stay focused yeah. and watch what can happen when you do so, because you can build the multi-million dollar business only it takes the work, takes the effort. Yes. Yeah. And I, and I like that stay grounded because I think that's, I think that's, that's critical for all of us, no matter what your age and, and put the work in, you know, it, it, you can't, you can't build a house without building the foundation first. And if you've got a good foundation and you start working on that foundation and make that foundation really good and solid, then the, you know, then, then the world is the limit. I mean, you know, you can go wherever you want to because you've got a good solid foundation. And I think that also includes your principles and what you believe in. I think that includes your, your philosophy of life that, you know, and, and you see that, you know, and I don't want to like, like just totally push them into the ground, all the, all the, the internet millionaires, but because I think there's a lot of value in what they say, and there's a lot of value in what they do, and you can use them as a role model and, and a leader, but you hit it. If you stay grounded and do it your way and do it, what makes sense to you, then I think, you know, then the sky is the, is the limit, you know, you can do whatever you want to. Okay, now now this is not the type of conversation that usually comes from somebody who makes a living out of build, building digital and putting us into the digital world. So explain that dichotomy, if you will. Well, yeah, because because the digital world is where you know is where we where we are and what we're going to have to be in, and it's a, and it's gonna it's gonna change. We'll probably have a very different conversation in fifty years about what it looks like, but in today's world and today's business, digital and online is where you have to be, and social media is a part of that. And I talked about building a good foundation. For me, the website is a good foundation. If you have a good place for all of your followers and all of the people who want to come and find out about you as a website, and there could be a lot of different purposes. There's a lot of different reasons. Some of it is to capture your lead gen, you know, and, and I had a conversation with somebody one time. I said, oh, a website should only be lead gen. Well, yeah, you wanted to make money off of your website. Hello. <laughs> But it also should should give somebody a flavor. You know, you talked earlier about, you know, how do we know what people are? We we find out who they are on social media, but then we go find out all about them on their on their website. So I my thing is social media is the soundbite. Your website is the full story. So we need both. Yeah. So it, they, com- they complement each other. Because so many people, and 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 I'm sure you've seen it, uh, social media. Well, listen, I don't need a website. I don't need a funnel. I don't need any of this stuff. I just need to be on social media. What do you say to that? What do you say to those people that are doing that? If you were, if you have a way to bring them to bring your followers off of social media and own them, more power to you whether it be in an email list or, or however you own your social media. And I heard, I, I, I love podcasts and I was listening to an Amy Porterfield podcast and I thought she put it in a good way. She said, social media is rented property. If your people are only on social media and you're not gathering them off and putting them into an email sequence or putting them on your website in some way, shape or form, you don't own them. Right. You know, a couple of years ago, Facebook went down for a while and the multiple you know, the panic over yeah. that was just incredible and just amazing. 
Yeah, so that so definitely people make that mistake. They they go yes. to social media and they don't build their own list. And so they we drive them to our website, we capture their their contact information when they're there one way or yes. the other through some sort of lead gen. Right. And so and and I heard you say the different components on is is our website a lead gen or is it what? What else could it be? Um, it could be a way to sell sell product. It's an e-commerce site. It could be, for some, it can just be strictly an informational site. I have a client that's an attorney that all he wants you to do is go to his site and find out if he's the right attorney for you. That's it. He didn't care about any of the other stuff. That's all he wants. And that's his purpose for having a, for having a website. Um, you can use it as a repository of your content. Um, you know, I have a, another client who she is a huge YouTuber and she keeps some of her library of free video on her website so she can drive traffic to her website. She can get their email address and she also sells from her website. So she has a, a uh, bunch of different reasons. Yeah. Interesting with, with the website and, um, it, is there a reason to have multiple websites then and, and a website that does you know, here's a website that sells, but there's also that like your attorney is, here's a website that is my credibility website. Right. Well, you're asking a website designer. So I'll tell you, you could never have too many websites. <laughs> I I actually am working on four for my, my business, but they're all going to work together. So you want to make sure that they kind of all complement and work together. And in today's technology, you can send you from one to the other pretty easily. You know, on my main website, I have a podcast tab that takes me right to my podcast, which is on another website, just be, just because it kept it cleaner and easier. And it didn't, you know, my, my main website is pretty, pretty big with all the different things that I have and all the lead funnels and, you know, the lead gen and all the stuff that goes through there. So I keep it, I keep it separate to keep it pretty clean. So, you know, you can have a bunch of different reasons. I think a lot of it depends on sometimes it can get really overwhelming, for a business owner, I happen to have a team that can do this for me <laughs> and some do, but it can get overwhelming if you're trying to do this all yourself. One can, one can. Oh, can oh my gosh. Yeah. yeah. I, I will. And I am going to be a strong advocate and, and look to lean into you right now to get some free advice. But that being said, it's uh Oh my gosh, you're either going to be an entrepreneur, you're going to be a strong business person, or you're going to be building websites. You cannot do both. You cannot. You cannot. It is impossible. And every entrepreneur that I know, every solopreneur that feels, oh, I can do it and I don't need a team, I don't need people by my side, that inevitably their website goes down and their business is frozen for a month because they have no idea how to get back up. Because of one little link that goes berserko in their back office somewhere, and uh, yeah, you, you yeah. need a you need a team. I learned that long ago. Well, and also the the more professional you become, you want a professional looking online presence. You want a professional looking LinkedIn banner. You want a professional looking everything, and you know. And I I, I laugh and I say homemade is only good with chocolate chip cookies. Ah. So, so to, to, to not to, to sell you or anything, only you do all the social media like banners. And I heard you talk about LinkedIn banner. 
and stuff. You help coordinate those type of things. With we coordinate. Yes. We don't, we don't actually go in and, and do your posting right. for you. Cause there's a, I mean, there's high school kids that will do that for you. <laughs> so, right. But we look at it from an overall plan. And we also, when we're looking at your website, we don't just say, okay, let's throw something up there to give you a presence. We look at the marketing strategy behind it. What do you need? What's it, how's it going to flow with the rest of your digital presence? Because it kind of flows in. And if on the podcast, if you picture something, an arrow going into a circle and an arrow coming out of the circle, then that's what your, your website is. You've got stuff coming in and stuff going out. So you want to make sure it's all part of a good strategy. And then we'll look at the other social media and see where, you know, make sure your branding is consistent. And we don't do branding, but we can, I can tell you if it's consistent or not. Yes, indeed. And, and to create that, that vision where it's all integrated together is so important. I've seen so many people make the mistake of, of isolating, oh, they'll hire a web designer and they'll right. basically- right. They'll, they'll be isolation, working in isolation, being consulted in isolation from everything else that's going on in the world for that company. And it never ends well. No. Yeah, no. never ends well. Yeah. You know, one of the things that, that has come up in my world with my websites, and remember, I was going to get some free advice. Yeah. So here's, uh, is, and the question comes up, well, if we have this multi-tabbed website, why do I need a second website? And and why wouldn't I? Like, when do you do go to, like you said, the podcast doing it separate versus just another tab? Yeah, it just really kind of depends on on what the functionality of it, of the other tab is. You know, how big is it going to be? A lot of times with, with on, you know, online learning is a big part of our, of our world. A lot of people have online programs and some of them can get pretty unwieldy and big. And, you know, while, while there's platforms out there that can handle a large, a large website like that, a lot of times I will uh, talk to my clients about putting them on a subdomain, which is a separate Similar but separate website. So a lot of it, it's it's not an easy question to answer. And yet I'd be happy to give you the 50 cent answer, but it it really just kind of depends on what is there, what is, you know, what you're adding to it and what is the load that it can handle. Do you have enough enough space and you know, can your hosting handle it? You know, so there's all kinds of things that go into it. So unfortunately, it's not an easy answer, but it's um no understood. When yeah. when you talk about load, is that about you know, how much you have on it is how long it it's going to take to boot up, how, how much uh, Wi-Fi that you, you can access. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah, kind of. It's um, I, I, most of my sites I build are in WordPress. We do some custom work, but we are in WordPress. And I recently took over a site from a client that had 47 plugins to it. Now plugins in the WordPress world oh are what give you the functionality. Right. So it was, you know, and, you know, had I helped her build that site, we probably would have laid it out a little differently. So we didn't need 47 plugins because <laughs> then you start getting the longer, the more plugins you have, the longer it takes to load. And that's pretty much with any, a lot of, a lot of platforms that they're using, they're depending on what they call plugins. It could be a different word, but the more functionality you add, the longer it's going to take to load, the more memory it's going to take, the more space it's going to take on your hosting. And a lot of people will look for the cheapest hosting that doesn't serve them because it's slow. And you might be sharing a server with thousands of other people that have really large websites. So it can really slow. So there's a lot of things that go into it. 
Do you, uh, what's your um, uh, connection with the recommending server, servers, recommending certain uh, certain places that would be best and safest for us to go to? Well, you know, it's interesting because I used to, when I first started in the business, I would, I would say here, go here or go here. And I would, I would send them to XYZ company right. because I had an affiliate and I could make $60 on that yeah. affiliate. I'd get it. I'd get commission back on it. So I'd always send them there. It was good hosting. I felt good about it, but then they were sold and, and, a, you know, somebody bought a bunch of the, the, the popular um, hosting services. So I started looking and, and now I have my own server. So, so instead of making $60 one time, I, you know, I can, I can, there's a lot of flexibility I have with it. So yeah. I would tell most business owners, depending on who they're looking, explore your options because the GoDaddy's or the Bluehost or the Host Monster or the SiteGround, some of those aren't always your best option. Although from a price standpoint, they can look pretty darned attractive. So for your clients, this is definitely another piece of the puzzle is that you can host their website on your server. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I I will tell you guys, um, everybody that's listening here, pay attention. uh, And, and I'm, I'm maybe jumping the gun. Is there a way that they can talk to you for a consult on this type of stuff? Absolutely. Absolutely. My website is ignitingyourbusiness.com, but I also have this really cool thing. It's Lori Lyons, L-Y-O-N-S 360.com. And you can see all of my stuff on that. <laughs> it's got, you can schedule a call with me. It's got my websites on it. Um, you know, you can, you can get a free gift there. So, so say it slow time. one more time for all those Absolutely. that are listening really quickly. Yes. Go Lori, ahead. Lori, L-O-R-I, Lyons, L-Y-O-N-S, 360.com. Excellent. And on there, they can go and get a consult with you? Yes. They can oh, beautiful. schedule a little schedule icon right there. And so to, to kind of give a, a rundown, we've talked about a lot of different things. Yes. Give them a rundown of what you're an expert in, what the consult would be about, and what your services are. Sure. I, I'm a marketing strategist, first of all, and I own a website design agency. So by, by talking to me, we talk about where you are and where you want to go. So it could be we're talking about some marketing coaching. We're, we could be we're talking about a, a long-term engagement. It could be we're talking about, you know, you're, you had your website for five or six years and it's no longer serving you because your business has grown. So we look at a combination. We can walk you through messaging and and walk you through making sure that what we are going to build for you from a website standpoint really works in your marketing strategy. So it can really run the gamut for you. Oh, beautiful. And uh, the thing that we were just talking about, servers. Ask her about servers. I got to tell you, in all my years, the thing that's given me the biggest headaches that never would have thought was where I was hosting my websites. Absolutely. And absolutely. It's a bigger challenge than most people ever talk about or ever know until it's too late. Absolutely. And yeah. well, the caveat with that though, is I have to build your website. So well, of course, of course. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So you want my server, you, you know, you, you get yeah. me, but, um, but yeah, it, you know, don't, don't just go by price on that because it's going to, oh. it's going to end up at some point. It's going to, it's going to hit you. It's going to hit you. Yeah. Yeah. There, and there's so many, it, it's, the internet's a, one of those odd places. I wasn't, you know, of the generation, same as you that grew up with this 
And then recognizing that, oh, the server could have other people on there that ruin the deliverability of my website or of my engagement. I'm like, but wait, I don't even know them. And right. I just hired this service. What do they have to do with my business? Everything. Oh, absolutely. I had a client not too long ago who who came to me and she she wanted to do the $3.99 a month hosting on, you know, on a shared server. And she was just complaining. We had built her a really nice site. And she was like, I can't get it faster. I'm like, we can't get it any more streamlined, but what we can do is move it to our, our server. And we did. And it, her, you know, it, her speed, the speed of her site improved dramatically. And it was simply because there wasn't as much people. It was less traffic. We all know what yeah. traffic looks like on the freeway. And, you know? and, and sometimes people, you know, it's the, it, we can make it simple. It doesn't yes. have to be so complicated, mm. but you've got to lean into people like you to trust and right. to work with hands-on to really create an ease of a business and ease of life. And Absolutely. I could not stress that more uh, because the worst thing in the world is when all your digital efforts and all the work that you put in and all of a sudden your business comes to a screeching halt because some craziness happened that you just never thought of. Right. And uh, that, that's why I call Lori. That's why I talk to Lori. Lori Lyons, 360.com. <laughs> and the fact that she's there, and, and I got to tell you, she's a, a wealth of knowledge, wealth of expertise. And the fact that she will give you that time as a consult and to talk to her, take advantage of it. Uh, for all of you that this isn't, I'm not here to, to sell anything. And this is just conversation. And for all the entrepreneurs around the world that are listening in, pay attention. These are key components and have someone like Lori to, to advise you is ultimately one of the best uses of your time you could ever have. Uh, any, uh, with all the people that are listening in, any last words for everything that we've been talking about or anything additional for the entrepreneurs that are out there? Yeah, I would say, you know, don't sit on your laurels. Go back and and kind of review what you're doing from a from a digital standpoint and look at where you're where you're what you're putting out there in the world in social media. Look at what your website looks like. Um, you know, if you don't put gas in the car, it ain't gonna go anywhere. So kind of figure that your digital is your gas for your business because in today's world, that's where we are. So you want to make sure you're paying attention to it on a, you know, on a regular basis, don't just let it go. Don't, you know, even if somebody else is doing it for you, make sure you're watching what they're putting out there. Here, here. Yes, indeed. Lori Lyons, 360.com. Absolutely go find her. Uh, this has been just a tremendous time. Thank you so much for being here and being a part of this and sharing your knowledge and your expertise and letting everyone know. Thank you so oh, you're much. You're so welcome. It's been a pleasure. It's been fun playing. That's what we do, guys. We play and we create a difference in our world. As you know, right here in this podcast with the Maverick Universe, we're on a journey and we're on a journey together. And so thank you for tapping in, being a part of our community, being a part of everything and listening to this week's episode of Mavericks Do It Different Podcast. We really appreciate you and appreciate all that you do. Share us, share us on Facebook, share us on Instagram, share us everywhere in the world so that we can get this message out and all the message on how to live in abundance, doing it different every day. This is Paul Fink, the Maverick Millionaire. Till next time, everyone. 
thanks for being here today. As we close out this episode, which inspired you to be even more of a maverick, be sure to leave us a five-star review and share this episode with a friend. As our gift to you, be sure to go to themaverickuniverse.com where you can download your free copy of the Maverick Manifesto. Until next time, dare to be different. Dare to be a maverick.